Welcome to The Coaching Podcast. I'm Simon Blair, and with my co-host Emma Doyle, we explore how to coach for success in both sport and business. Hello and welcome to The Coaching Podcast. I'm Emma Doyle, here with Steve Simpson. Um, we'll get straight into it, Steve. Uh, the first question is anchovies on a pizza. You either uh, like them or you don't. What, what, what's your take on anchovies on a pizza? Uh, my wife wouldn't allow it, so the answer is no, no chance. <laughs> In which case, because you answered that way, um, the, the, the follow-up question then is, could you share with us um, potentially a, a, a training experience or a coaching experience that hasn't gone that well? Um, that, and what's the lessons for the, the listeners? Uh, maybe in a, a speaking world or other speakers that you've heard, that, you know, things that really, um, yeah, something that hasn't gone well. What were the lessons for our listeners? Uh, I'll talk about me as being in the audience because um, as a conference speaker myself, I am often in the audience because I will stay on at a conference and see other speakers. And um, I've seen some train wrecks, and I think uh, um, I've seen many of them actually. So, what would be one? Um, one would be um, a person premising their presentation by saying what you're about to hear is probably not going to be news or new to any of you. So at that point, I'm thinking, why am I in the audience? Um, I've seen people deliver so much content that you start to drown in it and there's no structure provided to it. Um, I've seen PowerPoint slides with a font size of about four. and, and, and more. I, I guess that's a fair summary of a few of them. The next question is a sliding doors question. So you know when your life is heading one way and then something or someone happens and you end up turning dramatically left or right? We have many throughout our career. But is there one that stands out for you that's potentially even led you to where you are today on, on, the, on the speaking circuit and, and world and corporate world or that you could share with us? Um, yeah, well, look, I guess many years ago I um, used to focus on customer service and I could do some customer service research and ran training on customer service and so on. And um, that was going along well. And I went to a conference one time and saw these people speaking. I got speaking with one of those speakers afterwards who told me that he got paid for this. That was a revelation for me because here I was grinding away running these full-day training programs, which, as you would know, are really, really difficult. And I thought, this is a job, doing conference presentations. So that was a turning point for me. I realised that there was a uh, marketplace for conference speaking. Uh, It didn't take me away from training at all. I still do that, but that was a big turning point in my career. Awesome. Um, in one to a maximum of three words, what do you think makes a great coach or speaker um, or trainer? Sorry, let's let's go with trainer. What, what do you think makes a great trainer? Uh, authenticity would be one word. Being being yourself, um, having something new and fresh, and maybe even clever to offer, I think is another really vitally important thing. Another is sensing where the participants are. Um, are they starting to get bored? Because that person should be moving before that starts to happen. Um, yeah, so I think those are the three. 
And finally, our last question is um, when you get to meet um, other successful speakers, entrepreneurs, sports people, um, what's that one question that you love to ask of others? What's that one thing that always intrigues you that you just want to know more about or, or you want to know whatever it is you want to know? Does, it, does a question come to mind? Uh, I normally have more than one question. But one of the first, I think, would be what's really helped contribute to your success. I think that's, that's something that would be of real interest to me. And now for bonus content, can I, can I reverse that question back on you? If you could just maybe say one thing that, you know, what's been the one thing that, that's contributed to your success? I think um, generating my own angle on things. So I work in the corporate culture space and I've created all my own content. Um, so no one can ever tell me that I've pinched ideas from someone else because I haven't. It's all my own content. So I think generating my own content has been a real point of difference. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, Emma. Hi, Emma. Love that interview with Steve. Yeah. Well, would you believe, don't you love it when you're doing Pilates, right? Ah. Uh, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't know about that, actually. <laughs> well, actually, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan. Um, my actually lower back, you know, over years of tennis of rotation, uh, I think it is important to maintain that that core part of the body, yeah. um, especially as a speaker. And so there I am doing Pilates. And don't you love it when you happen to, you know, you, you meet someone in the class chatting away and then you happen to do at like the second class and they're there again going, oh, we know someone in common. And, of course, one of my old-term friends, Chris Anstey, is yes. his brother is actually, you know, married to Steve's uh, Steve's um, daughter, right? And you know, and there's Steve's partner in the Pilates class with me, right? right. And and then I go, oh wow, that's interesting. She goes, oh, you know, what does your husband do? Well, he's a corporate speaker. He's been doing it for like thirty years. And I'm like, ah, uh, your first what? thought is coaching podcast. Yeah, I, my, okay, that was my second thought. Oh. My first thought was, uh, can I buy him a coffee at his convenience? And as I normally do, make it easy for them. And actually, literally that afternoon, we met for coffee. Yeah, yeah. And seize the moment. You know that you know someone's in town. They're not often in town. And straight away, I knew that this guy was an incredible speaker. Yeah. I could hear it in his voice. I, Which for yourself, uh, you know, developing that craft, correct. that's such a ma- massive thing for you. Massive thing for me. Obviously being able to connect with someone like that. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you could take. Exactly. So, you know, the interview, I guess, was slightly, you know, at, at times I gave a different, slightly different take, um, even though the questions were the same, uh, coming at it in, in, from his experience through his lens cap. Mm. And, you know, straight off the bat, I'm in love with what not to do as a speaker. You know, he's, he's yes. three things straight away. So, uh, you know, he says, uh, you know. Talk, talk yourself. Well, uh, that my take on that was people that talk themselves down right from the start. Yeah, you, you may have heard this <laughs> before and he's thinking, which we've all been there, I'm sure. Well, why am I here? That's right. If I've already heard this information, I didn't come here to hear something I've already heard before. Mm. And so, you know, straight away that, that puts you in a different mindset. And, you know, another one of my pet peeves, which is along a similar line to that, you know when you're at a conference or um, you, an event and they go, now we don't have a lot of time and we have to squeeze in, oh. in a massive amount of information. 
And so they've already wasted 30 seconds on telling us that. <laughs> that we don't have a lot of time. It's a similar concept to what Steve said and it really resonated. And, and you know, I think as a speaker, of course, have I said that before? Yes, I've said it. Yep. Okay, and then I speak to someone like Steve, I'm never going to say it again. No, and that's done. how we learn. Eliminate it. Never. Eliminate yep, it. Totally. Yeah. Um, that whole talking yourself down I found interesting because straight away, surely that reveals the – that's people being too honest. Like it's their their actual psychology, their, their self-belief must be really low in terms of thinking what they're about to do isn't really that great. Maybe they don't quite belong. The content is not necessarily unique, which was a key thing that he was mentioning. Yeah. You know, the find that unique uh, angle. angle. The freshness that, that's required. Um, and it goes back to, I think it was the episode with Shelley Flett, who's a leadership coach around imposter syndrome. And to me, that, that suggests some, someone who actually doesn't have the belief that they, they yeah. belong on that stage. Yeah, but potentially. That's, that's definitely one way you could look at it. Yeah. Uh, then- well, I suppose, because it's the whole thing, just like him, you're sitting in the audience, if you're watching that, that's what I'd be... Yeah. I'd be thinking, and who knows actually what's going on. Yeah. But that's, for me, the the impression. You don't actually believe in your content, mm. that it's actually valuable. So why mm. are you here? Why are you wasting my time? Mm. Move on. Next. It's, it's, it is a potential angle. I mean, I guess we never really know why people say what, you know, we're not inside their heads. No. But so, it doesn't matter, isn't it? It's because it's the perceptions you create by, that's the, right. as you know, the language and that you use. And so. Steve's seen that many speakers yep. and that's one of his pet peeves yep. or, you know, that what, what makes a, a bad speaker. We're always talking about what makes a great coach. Well, it's also yeah. good to go, well, what makes a bad coach? Well, what no makes structure. A bad speaker? No structure was the other thing he yeah. mentioned. Yeah. And death by PowerPoint. <laughs> Yep. Yep. Four, four, a font of four. <laughs> yeah. Where no one can see it, and and too much. Look, I have, I'm putting it out there now. We, we talk about failings on this show. I give too much content. I know that. Yeah. Right. It's something I'm working on because it's kind of like an explosion of how can I give all of my brain? Yep. Or, or not. Not to say that makes me sound like I'm intelligent, and I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm literally just saying. Yeah, because clearly you're not. <laughs> I mean, no. come on, Emma, talk yourself up. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, like, it, it's more. How can I share my years of experience and get all of this from here out to the to the participants? Well, that's exactly what he's talking. It is, and that's coming it's, from that's your your it's your need. It's your emotional need. Yeah. But it's coming from a good, oh, a good intention. But it, doesn't, but it doesn't matter. I know, I know. I just thought I'd throw and that's, that in. That's the thing. No, we we understand that when because we're all been in that position and we have because we're passionate about what we do and we mm. want to share it. And you and I, we like to possibly overshare. But um, at the end of the day, your audience just doesn't care as much as yeah. you do. Well, and about also your content. What you got to <laughs> ask yourself: What are they going to actually remember? Exactly. Yeah. So, so keep it simple. Keep it fresh. Get to the point. Make it practical. Um, so he's – I can relate to his sliding door moment. Like, yeah, right. Well, Tell me well, more. Well, in a way it's because I see potentially what he he lives himself as a speaker coming from a trainer in customer service, which is what I am, hmm. um, and sales and any sort of service-based – uh, sort of uh, communication is what what my thing is uh, from a tra- as a trainer. Yes, um, but like my, I, I've chosen to go down a path of social media and podcasting. But I think it's 
always in the back of my mind is at some point, and we've heard a few guests talk about it. You know, the right time to pull, like to pull the trigger. Yeah. Uh, which you do, and a lot of my th- current thinking is stemming from uh, listening to you, your journey, uh, putting yourself out there. Uh, it's been with you for a, quite a while now, but you keep testing yourself and uh, the opportunity to stretching, stretching the comfort zone, yeah, the comfort zone in terms of your public speaking. Uh, and I see myself being in a position at the right time, and actually, no, it's not not now. Uh, and potentially, this is a stepping stone to practice the art of figuring out my message and communicating that. But I do know, and it goes back to what he's a couple of things he mentioned: authentic freshness. Uh, reading the room, I do sensing. They're, yeah, they're strengths of mine. They are absolutely strengths of mine, and my right. content, uh, my content is has a unique thing. It is something I've created. Yeah. Uh, because as you know, long term listeners of the show will know, it's mm. you know I've I've applied it and figured things out on the job. Uh, so I've got an angle, and I keep getting better at articulating that. So mm. yeah, I, I really uh, I like hearing. You know, individuals like Steve who are accomplished clearly at what they do. Absolutely. Um, hearing your journey. Yeah. And, uh, and, and just having yeah. a revelation from actually listening to somebody who inspires you. Absolutely. Walk up to that person and say, you get paid to do this or tell me how did you how did you get paid to do this because that's what I want to do. And mm. I think, again, if you can see it, you can be it. If you can, if you can find someone who is doing what you want to do or you surround yourself with good quality people, then that's how you can make Shit happened. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, because let's be honest. So I had that one coffee with Steve, right? Yeah. He suggested I meet with the head of TEDx Melbourne. The head of TEDx Melbourne coach is giving me some coaching at the moment yep. on my TED Talk. And last night I'm an, at an open mic TED event because of buying Steve Simpson a coffee. There you go. And that's, that is how the snowball affects just you know just keeps on keeps on rolling and which is I love that yeah I, I love that just just because you're open to it and you want to yeah mm. it, it just creates creates opportunity yeah and and then and sometimes in surprising ways we, we can never quite mm. predict how that's going to play out so absolutely and steve shared something with me um in that coffee that that's not on the podcast but i'd love to share because he he meant he um, refers to it in relation to new content, right? And yes. everything is, is his own and his own angle. Now, yes. some people I've heard, you know, the, the cliche statement, well, there's no such thing as new content because someone's somewhere is, is already thought sure. of that, or right? Okay, oh, it's, so, like, it's like the classic uh, line from the U2 song when it comes to the arts, you know, every poet is a thief. Yeah, yeah, you know? maybe we could... <laughs> You're very good at adding in All right, musical I'll put pieces. It in. Thank okay. you, thank you. I love you too. Uh, as in, I love you. Too. <laughs> um, so uh, he said that he'll often say he'll be driving along, and he'll see something, and I think this is an awesome coaching strategy or a training strategy. Mm. He'll take a photo of that moment. Now he's not sure why that photo is significant. Maybe it's a sign that's ironic behind a stop, a red stoplight. Sure. That says keep on going forward yeah, yeah. or something ironic yeah. in that. Or he'll find a video um, or take a video of, of, of a moment or yep. he captures an image that he's seeing it through his lens cap and then he thinks how does this relate to a really important training message. Yes. And he'll, he, he has shared with me that he often starts and finishes his workshops in that way. 
a thought-provoking image or a thought-provoking video and then just say, what do you think that was about? Yeah, yeah. And that's... Put, yeah, love and, it. Yeah, I love it. Just a simple training technique, but yep. that's... Of course that is fresh content. Of mm. course that is Absolutely. his angle because it's his image. You know, obviously... That's pro- right. The yeah. very the unique way that he's... Uh, the underlying content might be... You could might find 10 different people in your country or your area that could, in effect, give you a similar level of IP, instruction, but you may respond to his way of doing it mm. because of exactly what you just described, his, mm. his way, his mm. unique mm. Uh, means of communicating that. And that's where you get the differences. Yeah. Yeah. It's like... Compliment, I don't know, a good complimentarity. example. Complimentarity. Going back, sorry? Complimentarity. Complimentarity. You haven't, heard, you haven't heard that one. Is that a real word? It, it, it is, actually. Everyone wow. needs to, okay. to Google it. Uh, I need, learned it recently. My dad's a scientist. And so talking about, you know, if, if we think about, um, well, let's use tram tracks in tennis, yes. right, two parallel lines that never, ever intersect. No. But we need both of those lines. Yes to actually complement each other for the greater good of society, whether it be gender equity, all those types of things. And so it's that principle of we need each other for the greater good. Yes. And um, I really like it. I really like it. Compliment. Yeah, it's it's, it, it's <laughs> look. I'm I'm see again. I told you I'm not press that, rewind. Yeah. Press rewind. Everyone listening right now, press rewind if you've if, um, if you've but, forgotten the word. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. I the concept it. of light as well. You okay. know that. You know, yeah. The concept of light. Yeah. Google it. We'll Google it. <laughs> I'm, as soon as we're finished, I'm I'm googling it. <laughs> Straight get, on it. Gonna get onto onto that. Yeah. Um, I was going to say that in relation to, um, well, taking music, if you think of famous songs that have been covered by different artists, yeah? Yep. So the song is the same, but, but the sound, your your approach to it, your emotional response to it mm. is, and the different artists and their, their particular way of covering that song mm. can be quite diverse and quite different. Um and you can take a different thing mm. from my, what is basically the same thing. Absolutely. Speaking um, of which, uh, Pentax. Have you heard of the the um, the group Pentax? Um, I thought you were talking about the camera, no, the music camera group. brand. The music group. Yeah, it's exactly. See different ways of looking at things, <laughs> but they actually use uh, only their their body and their the the way that they use sound. Yeah. To um, so there's no. Um, Guitar, in, no or, instruments, no instruments, no, voice only, voice only to create yeah, right. sounds. So yeah, especially yep. check out the song um, "Hallelujah." Yep, and the way that they sing that using you know the, the harmony go. of five different people really highlights what you just said. So maybe could we great example? Hallelujah! Can we, can we throw that one in as well? All right, well? it's, it's a musical episode. <laughs> Steve, you know, it's Steve. He's he's unique. And comes at things from a different angle. Love it. So, so he'll appreciate this. So yeah. let's use audio in all its advantages and uh, have a listen. Yeah. Maybe we, you never know, they might want to come on the show <laughs> so that we can ask them, of course, what has helped them contribute to their success? Yes. So we're going Over to Over you, the, audience. Yeah. We're going to throw it out there um, in our Facebook group. We'd What's like that to hear one from you. thing, that one defining thing? That has really helped to contribute to your success. And I just want to thank Steve because I'm, you know, for my TED Talk, 
uh, he's helped contribute to that success because of the people that he has connected me to. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um, that's what is, it's all about. There is one thing, Emma, I'm going to ask of you before you deliver this TED Talk, in fact, possibly tomorrow or the next day, uh, if uh, is, it, is are you using PowerPoint, number one? Can I ask you that question? Are you using PowerPoint? It's on my agenda to talk to you about because you okay. you actually Good. are someone that uh, I know is an expert in this space and I really want to talk to you about mm. your thoughts around that. And certainly a lot of what I've read and the recommendation is that, you know, if unless the image adds value, unless it contributes in yep. a way that's meaningful, yep. then um, then yeah, use it. And if not, don't don't, don't even need it. Don't Just even be need yourself it. and be present. And but maybe mm. it's images mm. <laughs> taking on you know what what you talk about with with Steve and his his approach. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, number one, avoid that death by PowerPoint. Mm. Uh, or get if you're going to have any sort of uh, visual aids, get a, get a very objective uh, view. view of it mm. um, because. And that's just good advice for anyone. And sit in the back of the room. Sit in the back of the room. Can you read it? Yeah, can you read it? Test all that out. Yeah. Um, it's often more about the speaker to keep the speaker on cue, and that's that's not good enough because no. we never, ever present for the needs of the speaker. No. So and because we're so used, because of things like TED Talks, we're so conditioned now to seeing so many speeches. It's like, oh, here we go again. Absolutely. Lose, lose the PowerPoint. That That's my... Uh, Mm. You know, it's easy for me to say because I'm not the one having to do it. Mm. And there is that balance between structure, yeah, and it can I certainly get it because it can provide, yeah, cues, cues, yeah. But is there a different way to do that? Absolutely. And does it add value? Because that's Steve, the ultimate question. Steve is also I could sense with his time like no fluff. Steve is yeah. He he wants you know he's he he's very much um, a speaker that's that's too. You know, rah rah for him. It yeah, just yeah. he just tunes out. He's yeah. he's not interested. If it's not clever, fresh, unique, yep. then seen it all before, heard it all before. Yeah, which it's he's, not it's not unique enough. Yeah, doesn't vary enough. Yeah, from it's like the yeah. cover artist that's too close to the original. Mm. It's like mm, why would I bother? Yeah, I listen to the original. Mm. <laughs> Mm. There we go. Take yeah. it back to the music. Yeah, there you go. Well, thank you so much, Simon. Thank you, Steve, for being on yeah. our show. Thanks, Steve. That was great. Emma Doyle is an international high-performance coach and motivational speaker, helping people to unlock their inner coach. Her mission is to unleash female potential through her girl power camps and the Confidence Matrix program. She can be contacted on email via emma at emmadoyle.com.au or visit her website or Facebook page. And myself, well, I'm a contact centre coach with a career of more than 25 years creating strong coaching culture and performance within sales and customer service teams. I would love your connection on LinkedIn. Search Simon Blair Contact Centre Coach or you can email me direct at simon.blair at 5degrees.com.au. That's F-I-V-E-D-E-G-R-E-S. -E